I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Then the personalities are going to want Elvis and then whichever of the, uh, the Kardashians is available basically. Um, Michael just doesn't know any of the names of the Kardashians. Yeah, do you not have a favourite Kardashian? Was kinda, um... His favourite one is Robert. <laughs> the, the lawyer who represented OJ. <laughs> I did. He seemed like a bang-up guy. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we decide, are they really worth the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name's Hugh and I'm joined as always by my co-host Will. Hi Will. Hello Hugh. And Will, very exciting news. Today we are also joined by our guest actor, comedian, and my cousin. You might see her in the just newly released Apple TV show, Trying. It is none other than, Will, your co-sketch group performer in Just These, Please. That's a clunky way to introduce your group. I, it was like double clunky. <laughs> Which has thus led like... to a very clunky way of introducing our guest, Philippa. Hi, Philippa. Hi, that was magnificent. Thank you so much. I've never had so much stuff said before my name. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was probably so much. People won't make it to your name now at this point. Anyway, speaking of boring, we also need to introduce our producer uh, of the podcast. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hi, Hugh. That was great. Thanks very much. That was... No problem. Anytime. Why are we mean to Michael? Um, Don't know. We dropped oh, into no, it very Philippa, quickly. Philippa, uh-huh. see, see as the episode goes on if you... What way yeah. you feel, okay? okay. Now, it might be that reality TV isn't the one to do it. I'm, I'm tempted to do another <laughs> Harry Potter episode and bring you on for that, just so you can okay. understand. But listening to our one will, we'll probably do that. How do you know Philippa, Michael? Well, I was, we, we, we've, we've met. We've met. Uh, yeah. I would say More than you can say for you and Will. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, pre, ah. pre, predates our relationship, uh, Will. Not, not in that way, I should say. What um, do you mean? What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not going to go down this, this avenue. We've had more raisins than you guys. Yes. More raisins? Exactly. Oh, pre-dates. Dates. Yeah, oh, I mean, raisins pre- don't turn into dates. They don't. They're totally separate currency. But currency? Currency. <laughs> I thought you said they're a separate currency. <laughs> I should have. Michael, why are we all here today? Why have we dragged Philippa away from her busy life to talk to well, us? Before, before we get into that, Philippa, I just wanted to formally oh. welcome you to the podcast. Um, we did that. To, 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 I said all the things she does. To unclip, announced her career. Unclip the red velvet rope here at uh, 
at uh, Legitimate Likes HQ and let you step in. I said she was oh, my cousin. Oh, it, thank you so much. So you can and, consider oh, yourself... flush carpet it's, on this it's, side. It is good. Uh, thank you. Thank well, you, we've, we've never been invited into Legitimate Likes HQ. Oh, no. The VIP section is lovely. Thank Absolute you so much, Absolute showboating. Oh. He allowed us yeah. to flail around like morons. Oh, is that a punch yeah. bowl? For five minutes. <laughs> and then so was like, much. here's my well-prepared documented <laughs> introduction that will oh sound God. really professional. And oh. it seems like you're in on it, actually. Yeah. Have some of the champagne, Michael. <laughs> There's not enough for those two. <laughs> Just speak to those ruffians. Thank you so much for such a warm welcome. Uh, anytime. And um, specifically on the podcast. Um, so the... the, 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 the <laughs> Sorry, are you saying you will not welcome <laughs> Philippa unless it's being recorded? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, to be very clear. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, so the topic for this week is reality TV. Um, and in a way, I feel that this is exactly the type of topic that this podcast was set up to take on. So something which is undeniably popular, um, but I'm, I'm going to come out and say it right at the start, also undeniably crap. Um, so reality TV uh-huh. uh, is... Oh, I think you've lost all the uh, goodwill oh. you had with Philippa. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah, and you've lost all the good I... Philippa you had with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So just to speak to its popularity, it's the second most popular type of TV show in the world, uh, second only to drama. Um, And what's really impressive is that this is a format that's only really emerged since the 1990s. So we began with shows like The Real World, The Real World on MTV. Uh, Then we we had The Osbournes, uh, then probably had its purest sort of form in Big Brother, and then exploded with things like Kardashians, X Factor, uh, etc., um, so we're covering it all today. Everything's everything's on the table, and the question is whether any of it has any merit at all. I think I'm I'm particularly, and I know this is not a an unusual claim for this podcast, but I really have a staggering level of ignorance about this topic, which should lead for some, you know, qualified judgments. <laughs> Normally, we leave the ignorance to Michael, but <laughs> apparently on this episode, I'm I'm going to play right in there. I'm sure he'll help out. <laughs> I'll do my best. Um, well, let's find exactly how ignorant you are, Hugh, as regards reality TV. Um, I got a quiz. Three questions. Philippa, this is a regular staple of... Uh... Yeah, he held up four fingers, <laughs> just for the listeners there. <laughs> so. He did, he did. I was going to say. <laughs> oh, is... Good to know. Okay, this is the man in whose hands we place ourselves. And you know what? If I had more fingers, they all would have been up. So, anyway. Um... Y- you have four more. <laughs> you know in real life, well, so. Whoa. <laughs> Um, so, okay, question one. Which country has not had a leader which was also a host of The Apprentice? So, got, a, got three countries here. Uh, the US, Brazil, and Georgia. So, is the question... Do, are you saying... That, hang on. <laughs> no, this is this is this is good. I think you're saying what yeah. we're all thinking. Yeah. The, because yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're saying that yes. only one of those three has not been on yes. The Apprentice. As in a host of The Apprentice. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, the main person on The Apprentice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Good so question. Georgia or Brazil? Philippa, you have come on this episode as an expert on Georgia. So yes. what can you say on that? Um, I would say that when you said Georgia, I thought that's a state in America. He's mm. thinking of Jordan. So that would be yeah. <laughs> that would be the extent to which I would say my knowledge goes there. Um, okay, yeah, okay, I'll pass over to Will. Yeah, well, I thought of the, the girl's name, Georgia, and then was like, oh, yeah, that's a country, too. So I think I'm going to be no help. So I, so would, I would defer into like sort of a triangular deferential. Don't know what that okay. means. To Hugh. Back to Hugh. Back to me. So we're saying that Georgia O'Keefe hosted The Apprentice? I think that's where we got to. <laughs> yeah, and she's from Alabama. I think that's where we got okay. to. Okay, and therefore... Let's go Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. I, I mean, it's basically what we're doing here is a 50-50 guess. <laughs> well, yeah. it, it's, it's worked out. So you're right. Uh, the US, obviously, uh, had a president who was yep. obviously The Apprentice. Georgia had, I think Martin it was prime, a, a prime minister uh, who was, who was uh, the host of The Apprentice. And Brazil, in the case of Brazil, it was actually just the mayor of Sao Paulo who was the host of The Apprentice. So they did have... You know, I, uh, my reasoning, I've just realised that my reasoning was actually to say that someone in Brazil had hosted The Apprentice, but then I got mixed <laughs> up and gave Brazil as the answer. Nice. So luckily enough, we got it right. <laughs> and Philip and I were just like, 
Hugh's got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, one for one. One out of one. Nice. Uh, question two. How many viewers did Big Brother UK attract at its peak? So was it 5 million, 8 million or 10 million? Wow. Okay, well, what? Is there is there 60 million in, in the UK? Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd say it's 10. It's got to be 10, doesn't it? It is. Were you straight, one of them? Straight, oh, straight I'm, I'm gates. Oh, I'm going to go for a little bit of podcast banter there, but Michael just uh, wanted no, to come no. straight <laughs> in. I want to get through yeah. the questions. <laughs> yeah, get through the paperwork. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was, we were going to talk about having, like, to define what attract means, like it attracted viewers. I mm. watched it, but was I attracted? But mm. Michael's taken away all of that potential boringness. So thank yeah, you, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Thank no, God, Michal. Yeah. Keep plowing no, we, through. That'll only be talking shite, weighing you down. We've all got homes to go to. Um, so, uh, the final question, right? So, we're doing well. Two out of three. Um, two out of two. Two out of two. Two okay. out of two. For a man who um, held up his four fingers, it's three. So, maybe that was the third question. I mean, who knows? It, it is no way of knowing, really. Final, final question. I, I'm going to give you three, three fingers, uh, three TV shows, three reality TV shows. Uh, two of them are real, and one of them is one that I made up. So, can you spot the one that I made up? Mm. Uh, so the first one is Flock Stars, uh, where celebrities compete in a series of sheepdog trials to determine who is the master herder. Sorry, can I sorry. just ask what, what is the, what is the pun there? Oh, rock stars. Okay, sorry. No, move on. Cut that out. Cut that out. I got it. You can't cut things out yeah. like yeah. that. No, you can. You cut out whenever I look stupid. <laughs> And by saying that, you've guaranteed it remains in the end. Yeah, it's going right in My the question was, are they, do they play the sheep? Do they play the dog? Or do they play the shepherd? Like play them like an instrument? Yes, yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they are the, they're the puppeteer. They're the shepherd. Wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Next. Puppeteer and so shepherd are very yeah. different things. Well, have you ever seen a puppet show, Michael? <laughs> or indeed a shepherd. Yeah, I think Michael just witnessed lambing once and was like, well, I, I guess they put the hand up there and then they just move them around. <laughs> seems, seems Maybe there was a puppet nativity play or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Show two is dumpster divers, uh, where people go through dumpsters to find uh, the most uh, interesting thing uh, and, and then and then present it at the end of the show. That's got to be real. That's, that's probably be real. real. No, that sounds real. Dumpster divers. Have you ever pulled anything out of a skip? Or a bin and kept it? I've taken two things out of skips. Wait, uh, what? Yeah. First thing was I needed some material to make a flag uh, for a video uh, that, I was, that, I was, that I was making. Yeah. So I, I, I racist rallies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't sound good, Michael. <laughs> I, was, I was making a flag, so I went down yeah. to the skip. Yeah, but so I got that. And then more recently, within the last, I'd say, 18 months, I was passing a skip and there were a whole load of tape cassettes in it, um, which were hip- hypnosis tapes. Uh, and uh, I took all of them. So I've got like 30 hypnosis But that wasn't tapes. your fault. They were hypnosis tapes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I started That's the start of a horror film. Yes. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've got them. I've got them. I don't have a tape recorder, but, uh, you know, I have, you have a tape tapes, player. So. What do you have the tapes for? If there's no recorder, I, I just they'll, they'll come in handy at some stage. No. Nope. And so what, what? What do you? What do? Are they? They're, so they're not home recorded hypnosis. Are they like, like professionally recorded? Marketed. Institute of Hypnosis, I think. Philippa's face. No. When you said they'll come in handy someday, Philippa's <laughs> <laughs> brain did a lot of things at once. <laughs> if you need it, you're not going to consult the the dumpster stuff <laughs> if you're in a really bad way and you need hypnosis <laughs> darling where are my dumpster tapes I, I can't sleep where those are my dumpster ones that tape? are so good that someone threw them out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we better consult that I won't smoke ever again I was when I was in school I remember a guy uh, in my year came into school one morning holding a framed diploma of some sort um, that he'd found in a skip on the way in. But then I I looked at the name on it and realised that it was someone who lived on my road. And John Randall, uh, for anyone who's wondering, dead now, of course. But um, yeah, and so that was, that was sort of, it was this very surreal experience. But I mean, to be honest, the hypnosis tapes have blown that story out of the water. So. Sorry, but did you bring it back to him? Oh, no. Sure, as far as I was concerned. 
It was in the skip and Dermot found it, so it was Dermot's now. <laughs> Imagine if it was a diploma in hypnosis therapy. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. And John Randall was just slipping these little clues around yeah, Dublin yeah. in various skips. I mean, the fear is that Dermot has taken that and gone and established like a successful dentistry practice off the back of it or something. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's I the think they do more checks than than that no they don't don't they don't (laughs) they they don't because i'm a dentist part time i just told them i was a dentist and they said go on ahead yeah and i just say things like uh yeah f2 needs a wiggle and then i say lie back there and then i say passes the uh here passes them (laughs) yeah because the nurse doesn't need to know like she she knows what you're talking about know all the stuff yeah yeah. so they tell me them and they go yeah there you go they pass me the right stuff so i know what's up (laughs) Do you have that little hook that you like tap Absolutely. the teeth with? Yeah. yeah, because sorry, that hook is absolute bogus. They're only ever <laughs> tapping it. And what are they doing with that anyway? He has the hook and no, you think, oh, that's going to be mad scary. And then they literally, they go, I guess you like this. <laughs> the, the softest little tap. And then that tiny mirror as well. Yeah. The tiny they're mirror that I didn't realize was a mirror until I was about 27. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dentists, they're only allowed to use that size mirror in their house as well. That's why they're always dressed <laughs> stupid. It takes them so long to uh, get yeah. ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've so many <laughs> shaving cuts on their face but as yeah, well. That's why they're wearing those masks. <laughs> it's not <laughs> for hygiene. It's just because they got shaving rash. Oh I went to the dentist for the first time in about eight years there recently. <laughs> and it uh, turns out my teeth are fine. I fucking hate people and so like I And so I... There, but he said, no, just don't leave it as long next time. I said, I'm going to leave it even longer. Yeah, because clearly it worked. I just want to see how far I can go. Yeah. So I think I think in terms of the reality TV episode. Oh yeah. We're sort of doing pretty well considering we're still on option B of of A B. We haven't even heard the third show. (laughs) I mean, is there one made up or one real? I can't remember. Is it Brazil? One made up. Okay. So 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 we got Flock Stars. We got Dumpster Diver, and then the third option is Kid Nation. Which is where you've got. Oh, Michael, kids you were you were warned about this. You're not allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> Michael, I, he's I been herding goats is, for years. Is, you're being treated awfully. He is treated this. awfully. I like that you've joined his team. I'm. Thank you. This is why we have guests. This yes. is why I requested a guest. I see why you need one. <laughs> now, okay, what does it? What's Kid Nation? So, forty kids, aged between eight and fifteen. They spend a month and a half in an abandoned New Mexico town where they try to create a functioning society with no adult help or supervision. Now, either... No, wait. How long are they in there? Sorry. A month and a half. Uh, A month and a half. Right. I mean, Dumpster Divers is real. Dumpster Divers is 100% real. Ooh, I don't know if it is. Oh, it must be. I mean, I I feel like I've probably seen it. I think he's made up Flock Flock Stars. stars. I think Kid Nation... I think Michael would have come up with a different name for Kid Nation. Because Kid Nation is quite a crap name. I think he'd come up... He'd have come up with a pun on either the Hunger Games or Lord of the Flies. Uh, I'd call the show... Kidding, you gotta be kidding me. Where was it? New Mexico. I was trying to come up with a pun, but there aren't many puns you can do with Albuquerque. Albuquerque? Something something about how it's not old Mexico. It's basically Neverland. Hmm? New New Mexico, not old Mexico, because it's new. Because there is. Noted noted yeah, comedy yeah, writer you, Philip. Uh, yeah, there. you've sold out shows with that <laughs> comedy writing. Young Mexico. Young Mexico is better. <laughs> yeah. Young Mexico is good. You Young go. Mexico That's is good. I was trying no, to it's, get there. It's important to show you're working, and yeah. I think it really paid is off. This? Yeah. Okay. I think we go. Flock stars is made up. Flock stars made up. We all just want to be big flock stars. So, flock stars, real. Fucking yeah. <sighs> yeah. Kid Nation, real. Absolutely. No. I called it. You big idiot. And idiots. then. <laughs> This is the twist. Dumpster Diver, I made up, but then I Googled it and it does also exist. So actually all real, but I'm not going to give you it. Um, so it's a trick question. Wait, so no, See, I, this made, I made it up. And you, then just was like, no, no, you just you lost Philip. You just lost Philip. You didn't make it up, Michael. I did. I did. It's, called, it's called something else. Uh, it's actually it actually sounds worse than what I made up. I made up a show about finding things, interesting things in dumpsters, which obviously is a big part of my life. Um, and uh, actually, it's called waste cooking. It's people go through uh, through dumpsters oh, and make the bad. tastiest thing that they can out of it. And then oh no, that's a no. Mu- a totally different show. B no. great show. No, no, so, no. waster chef. That's better. That's way I mean, better. It's better written down. The pronunciation, yeah. Maybe if a French person said it, yeah, Western shit. There you go, yeah. So we got that question right. No, I mean, Michael said... We didn't that, get it wrong, though. I, I I think we can all agree the question sucked butts. 
Mm. Who's to say? Who's to say? Well, look, point is, you guys have done pretty well in the quiz, so, you know, judge judge away. Can well, I ask what the, to go. the quiz is to dictate whether we know enough about reality TV to judge reality yes. TV? Yes. What what happened if we got all of them wrong? Would you be like, podcast's over, you can't make a judgment? No, 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 we just go right ahead, we plow ahead. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, it's just yeah. A, yeah. Oh, it's just an entertainment tool, is it? <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Can we start bullying Will instead? Because I, think... I am getting away with murder. Yeah. <laughs> Philip, as as um as the guest on the show, I suppose. What is your relationship with reality TV? Would you consider yourself a fan? Uh, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, enjoyable. What What are your top shows? Uh, what are your stories? Well, I love Selling Sunset an enormous amount. What do you guys think mm-hmm. Selling Sunset is about? Do you know it? Is I've that, heard of is it. That, is that real, real estate? Is it? Is that? Is yeah. that like? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. In it's, Hollywood. Okay. Oh uh, why? What do you? What do you like about it? Well, I fast forward through all the drama, which I realise that makes me maybe not the target. Tar- I don't know. Am I the target? I think I'm the target audience because I really love watching. Um, TV shows like drama TV shows where it's like pretty people have problems. Like I do find mm. that to be like I can switch off and just watch that, um, mm. because it's so just like garbage i will bathe in the garbage but um like a dumpster and then it. make dumpster mm. food out of it um but i uh so i fast for i tend to fast forward through the through that because it's really repetitive and kind of uh, they just it's boring their drama i think but all i want is the houses so they just go to all these amazing mm. magnificent houses and it's just like a really beautifully filmed zoopla <sighs> i get i get quite annoyed when um, they fa- I have to pause it all the time because I'm like, excuse me, the square footage, um, like, G- um, what's it called? Uh, G-Force. I love uh, the way gangster. like I'm an uh, editor and do these all the time and don't know Ch- the words. Chiron. Is it a Chiron or a Chiron? Is that what we call these things? I can't remember. Yeah. Chiron. God, yeah. what would yeah. I call it? Like a lower third. The lower thirds yeah, come yeah, in yeah. and they tell you square footage, four and a half thousand feet. And then they say... Um, bedrooms, blah blah blah, and I always have to pause that because I go too quickly through it. I'm like, that's what I'm watching this. Sorry, is the lower third? Is that is that something that goes on the screen, or is that a particular group of people that you just? Made <laughs> no, a that's on? what goes on the screen. <laughs> okay, sorry, right. No, I thought we had the pretty people, and then we had the lower third. <laughs> what makes it, what makes it a third then? Everyone else and the lower third. It's not mathematically correct, but <laughs> yeah, look, we're on a podcast where a man doesn't know how many fingers he's got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also a, a chord that David played to please the Lord, I think. I'll go with you I'm on too that. slow for everything. That's, it's not really a joke. It's just sort of word association, which is why I do mm. quick enough that people think I'm doing jokes. And then I don't think they on. think you're doing jokes, though. Mm, I, yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I thought it felt like they thought I was doing jokes. I thought when they were silent after I said them, that was like a real good sign. Is that not a good sign? Just giving it the respect I'll tell you what, though, deserves, the, uh, the, you know? the, self, the self-dictated essay about it is certainly what people really need to, to dig through it, much like a, like a skip full of food. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be able to cook something, but it won't be nutritious. And can I ask, in terms of, of reality shows, Michael, because you mentioned X Factor earlier, I mean, do we differentiate between competition shows yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and reality? So, so did, did a little bit of reading into this, and... Um, there are three types of three types of reality shows, and then I would add a fourth uh, as well, based on my own observations. First uh, is reality competitions or game shows, so where you take people from 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 real, so like the X Factor or Britain's Got Talent. That, that Countdown. Like, that's probably more just a straight up game show. Like you, on Countdown, they don't do like a pre roll where you get the emotional backstory of the guy who is has just messed up the uh, you know the numbers game, um, but. Uh, you know the X Factor kind of introduces that, so that's the first one. Second thing, and this is this is interesting. I think. Second thing is documentary style, right? Which sort of implies that this is where a show is shot in a way that implies that all these things would be happening if the camera wasn't there, right? So that's where you're like following people in their workplace. You know, hospital okay. shows, all these things are happening, uh, and that's that's probably like the the sort of tr- it's almost like a nature documentary on people kind of thing. Yeah, um, like Scrubs or The American Office. Yes, exactly like yeah. that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then the third. See, is they were all silent again. Were they not finding that funny? <laughs> giving it the, just giving it some space. Right, <laughs> just okay. giving it some. Yeah, I, I just thought it was space for the listeners to laugh. <laughs> but, uh, 
Weird. Space for the edit. That's what that is. <laughs> the lower third will find that very funny. It's, that's the sort of market you're going for. Um, so, so that's so documentary style. These things will be happening if the camera wasn't there. And then the third type is structured reality, and that's where these are things which are obviously done for the purpose of the television show, but there's sort of a there's sort of a conceit that they would be happening anyway. So that's things like the Kardashians or Made in Chelsea, right? So you know everyone knows that this is just being done, but it's it's kind of it kind of looks real. Um, mm. So there are the different types. I think there, but but then there's another category I would add. Uh, airport shows I don't, I don't know how this there just seem to be like so many airport shows so this is this is like border control stuff is it yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. why why are airports what's the deal yeah. because <laughs> like because michael because you've got like you've got a guy landing in australia and suddenly you're like mate you got two ferrets down your trousers what's going on here we got to have a look at them you've had ferrets down your trousers for a 14 hour flight like Jenny, I'm pretty sure that was that ferrets. was one that he was it was he had ferrets or weasels or something in his trousers. No, like, no, excuse no. me, mate. Why is your suitcase filled with hypnosis tape? <laughs> why are they covered in shit? I don't understand why they. You're not going to be able to cook them at all. You don't have a cassette player. I mean, the weasel is also such you know one of nature's least trustworthy animals. Why would you put it down your pants? <laughs> <laughs> um, doesn't that come into documentary style reality show? Though? It does, but I feel like there's just so many airport shows. It's kind of it's kind of all on its own. It's a there. category of its own. Has any of you ever tried to smuggle anything into a country, or not even? Have you ever smuggled something in unknowing? Maybe my friend from Lebanon. Uh, mm-hmm. She gave me a big bag of zatar, which is like. Nice. Um, a Lebanese spice mm. that, that just looks like a big old green bag of weed. Yep. And I just put it in my suitcase and it was all fine. Another fantastic ane- anecdote. <laughs> I can't even say anecdote because that's how unfamiliar I am with the concept. Of we, uh, my, my brother and I flew to Australia. Um, Are you related to uh, f- <laughs> I'm related to him as well. Right. No, I was going to say we went to Australia and uh, we were going for three days for the Cricket World Cup final, as you do. Just want to point and, out that uh, he went to Australia for three days from Ireland. <laughs> Just, that, just if, yeah. any, if anyone was heard that he went from Ireland <laughs> to Australia and back didn't pay for it though so days. that was the main thing but we brought some bananas with us on the plane were you on the mainland of Australia for like what 24 hours no we were on the main, mainland for about 70, 72 73 wow. hours I think but but travelling for like 74 Whoa. Okay. so I think we were actually travelling for like slightly more so just a, just enough to release all the ferrets from your trousers basically <laughs> Very but good. no, we got in, we, we landed, and we brought a couple of bananas on the plane with us, oh as God, you do. Yes. We didn't manage to eat them on the entire 36-hour journey there, and suddenly we're landing in Australia, filling in a customs and immigration form, and it says uh, you can't bring any fruit into the country. And we thought, I mean, we're not going to get in trouble for bringing a pair of bananas into the country. And we landed, and we decided, you know what, we're just going to de- <laughs> declare our two bananas. <laughs> and so... We put them on the form, and then we got directed <laughs> sideways. And this this man, who was called Ronaldo, he really had a decline after he finished with Inter Milan in Brazil. But he took the bananas from us, and we explained this. But he then looked at us and said, you've done the right thing. Now, the only other issue then was that when we were going in, my brother John caused a ruckus because on his on his visa, he hadn't put his middle name in, but his middle name was on his passport, so it didn't match. Oh. And so and his, middle, his middle name, of course, is is banana as well. His <laughs> name is banana, exactly, which is yeah. more confusing. And then, so your man was asking him. He said, "You're coming in today. Wh- when are you leaving?" And John said, oh, "We're leaving on Monday, like three days away." And your man was like, "Okay." And why are you here? He said, "We're going to the Cricket World Cup final." It's like, "Okay, right. Can you show me your tickets?" He's like, "Oh no, we don't have them. A Korean man has them and is going to give them to us when we get there." And I mean. Look, to be honest, he had a quick check for ferrets and then led us on our way. <laughs> Hugh, do you not think that... It, were you not a little bit embarrassed to explain this? I mean, basically saying, like, yeah, we're here because we've got tickets for the Cricket World Cup final. But as soon as that specific sporting event is over, we're getting the hell out of this country. There's nothing here that could possibly interest us. Once we're Thank not you. being paid for. I also, actually, on that same trip, and I appreciate we're getting further away from reality TV, in the hotel, we were having and breakfast. And reality itself, I think. <laughs> we were having breakfast in the hotel. And you know those big toaster... Uh, 
the things that the like wheel around and yeah, yeah, you put the bread. They're very cool. Anyway, I went up. The toaster was there. I'm chopping some bread on the board. It was a great breakfast. Chopping some bread. Was it just and bread? <laughs> Mainly bread. Idea of great breakfast. And they had this baguette, and I was cutting it. But you know how they sometimes have it wrapped in like a big napkin. Yeah. And I cut, and then there was. Like, to call it a spark is the wrong word. It was like a small fireball. And it was about, like, it was the size of, like, a, a young ferret's head, basically. And and it just, and, and the toaster, which was right beside me, conked out. So, and I looked under, and the cable, which was about as thick as one of Michael's fingers, was lying on the counter. And I had sliced clean through it. Oh, my Now, God. obviously, had a quick look to either side. No one saw me. <laughs> Scuttled over to the table like a ferret down someone's trousers. No. Sat back down beside John and I said, he said, what's wrong? I said, just, just wait, just wait and watch. And we did and we watched and someone went up and tried to make toast and suddenly then all the waiters converge here and I'm like, what's happened to the bread burner? There's something going, we've got to get in the new bread burner. The cable's all gone. The cable's all gone wonky. And uh, yeah, there was, a, there was a terrible tizzy about it all. So you, you then left the country. That mm. is, and you didn't even announce your your cable slicing. You coward. No, we we left the country that day. Yeah, that you day. Cowards. That is so gas. So on the way in, anything to declare two bananas on the way out. Messed up a toaster. Uh, yeah. A crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I uh, I think we've spent a lot of time in this episode talking about our own realities, mm. which I think is probably the appeal of reality TV. It's like, yeah. ooh, a little mm. glimpse into real life. So we hear pro- pros and cons. What, what, what do we got here? I've got one con. I'll, I'll okay. turn that out. What's your con, Michael? So, your con. so the, th- the thing on, about re- a, a lot of reality TV is that um, I think a lot of reality TV is kind of framed as like, look at these people. It, it kind of takes a caring, caring view. I'm thinking about the shows like, you know, the whatever. 300 pound woman or whatever you know the, the, you know those, those kind of things or uh, dr pimple popper or thing or things like that and the idea is like these people are filmed in a caring light but the reality the reality is you know you're just you're just gawking at these people <laughs> like that's that's yes. what it is like it's very yeah. the narrative is we're here to help these you know we're caring but the only reason that you're watching this is because they are yeah i do feel there's a kind of there's a narrative of like oh it's it's allowing us to see like maybe have a greater appreciation of difficulties and of mental illness and things like this. And it's like, yeah, is it though? Or are we just yeah, yeah. I think we're just looking, looking at, at it. it. I think we're just well, looking at it. I think there's an element to which it does um, increase your empathy and understanding. If you can see, oh, wow, I never even thought about how someone would have to live through that or do that. Like, okay, I, I know. Interesting. But yeah, on the other hand, it is just being like, look at this. Like, imagine, you know. So, yeah. But do you think you know, so do you now have a greater empathy for the people who are living through buying houses in Hollywood? <laughs> well, I, I don't think I don't think they. <laughs> well, I. Well, well you They're know the real victims it, yeah. here. They are. The upper third. Look, if you're I choosing <laughs> between a quartz uh, countertop and a marble countertop like that, is a tizzy. I don't know how to. I don't know how to it's, do that. Yeah. It's 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 that that the money doesn't seem to be an object in this in this show. That money is no object. It th- it doesn't work the other way around. That phrase does it. Um, but uh, object is no money. <laughs> objects. The objects in the show, like money, d- isn't one of the prominent objects. It made perfect sense when you said it first, (laughs) and now it's so confusing. It's it's a perhaps more accurate (laughs) phrase, but certainly less catchy. I would say, yeah, yeah. yeah, They just never. It's it's just like, and this next house is going for forty five million, and then they're all like, I think I have a client for that, and they're like, Don't you dare! I have a client for that, and I'm like, Who the hell are these clients? Maybe it's different when you're a gazillionaire, but when I do be on Zoopla which is all the time. It's like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> just go on Zoopla, make my budget enormous and just like have a go. It's like, basically like you're playing The Sims in real life, exactly. but you've entered the cheat code kind of thing. You know, you just it, get past. That's, yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. So that's what this is. It's like real life Sims. Totally. Yeah. Except yeah. for you don't put anyone in the pool and then take away the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I used to do that thing where I'd build a wall around them so that they'd just go insane. And I'd be like, this is my worst nightmare. I'm so claustrophobic. How <laughs> Let me what Rosebud Rosebud. <laughs> Let me watch it happen. <laughs> I remember one time like burning the house down and having one of the kids just like in the thing and and, and then I just bawled my eyes out crying like 
wait, what if she can feel? Like, <laughs> what if her reality isn't different to my reality? Yeah, what if we are just a simulation? Oh. And actually, like, when you create that, like, random generated numbers, they're not actually just random generated numbers. They, they also, are, like, have a life Like, who's stuff, to say like? they don't feel? I was, mm. like, I was absolutely inconsolable. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, should be. And yet you continued to do it, did you? Yeah. No, no. By the time oh. I was inconsolable, everyone was dead. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I didn't kill anybody after that again. I did no stairs taking away after that day. <laughs> I was traumatized by my own decision to, to, to do that. I think it's quite a big, like, it's a big topic to try and talk about because something like Selling Sunset is so different to something like Benefit Street, which is like a problematic depiction, but also quite... An, an interesting insight into a part of the world we don't necessarily see on mainstream TV compared to like MasterChef or something. Like it's <sighs> the other night I was in a uh, an Uber. It was actually an Addison Lee, but I've said Uber to make it seem like more relatable. Yeah. So just so you can see my working, you know, because yeah. people are like Addison Lee, what what's that? Uber, we all understand. It's a global brand, you guys. I see. Cut thanks, it out. Thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, nice. Okay, okay. So it was like three in the morning and this woman called in and was talking about to the presenter because they were discussing obesity and she was talking about uh, a family member of hers who is really, really ill and they've tried to help him and can't help him and he's just like wasting away and dying too young. It's really tough. And it was me and the driver of this Uber. That's uh, like a taxi service. We, we were... Um, we would I like we hadn't really spoken for the whole of the drive and then we were like oh my god because it was such a profoundly like affecting honest thing that this woman was just crying down the phone on the on a radio at three in the morning being like i need to talk to someone so i think there's an element to which we are naturally fascinated by quote unquote reality yeah yeah Mm. yeah. but i think the diff what's changed is like the, the first ever one the real world which was like the first reality tv show was like chuck cameras up and there was no real concept of like this is going to be available forever and like yeah. we'll be able to watch it and look back at it it was just like oh there are cameras here yeah. and they also on that they did they did um they used to walk around with cameras with no tape in them so you never knew which one was actually taping and stuff like speed cameras that's cool you know the way you don't know when the speed cameras are real or not that's yeah, very yeah, yeah. cool yeah 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 and so cool. that was like the first like pure one which I, i've not actually watched but i imagine is very different to like when big brother got later and later into the series like people now know the formula and what people are looking for when they're mm. making stuff right and you do see that you even see it there's a great uh the, yeah there are certain shows like there's a great show last chance you which is a, i guess it's a documentary it's a sports documentary set in an american Ooh. football Last chance, you college in uh, in this like very poor place in Mississippi. But then, as the seasons go on, yeah, like the people in it play up to it way more, you know, because they. So you you wonder is it is it still a real depiction of what's going on? Now, I appreciate that's a documentary; mm. it's not reality I, TV. I, I think I think you're right, though. Uh, well, I think like something like The Real World or Big Brother were kind of you know the very pure form, of pure you know the 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 interest of seeing these people go go about their 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 daily lives. Um, question for you, for all of you. Um, mm-hmm. If you could create your own celebrity Big Brother house, pick any four people, living or dead. Mm-hmm. Who would you Who would you put in there? Just the four of them, not not a full house. You're down to the last couple of weeks. Terry Crews. Huge. Terry Crews. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Tell yeah. us why. Uh, I love him. He's so interesting. He's had a varied and fascinating career, and he yeah. could be my personal trainer. Number two, James Acaster. I think okay. he's absolutely hilarious, and uh, I think we'd get along, and we could talk about puddings that we like, and then he'd be my best friend, and uh, we'd do comedy together. Number three, Tony, the guy who makes Tony's chocolate-only chocolate, because <laughs> then he could bring loads of chocolate into the house. Okay. And number four, me. Yeah, I like I liked how you, you sort of set up that you were going to be number four, yeah. and then you delivered on that. Yep. Yeah, wait, so you want to be on Big Brother? No, I want to hang out with Terry Crews, Tony, and James Acaster. No, no, but that's not the. This is not dinner, dinner, dinner guest. This is Big Brother. Yeah, you yeah. want to be, if you were offered to actually be in that house with those people. Yeah, hundred percent. You would go on me? Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, a not a celebrity yet. What a win! <laughs> people would be like, "Who's this kid? He skipped. <laughs> Why is he here? He skipped a step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. uh, I'd yeah. then be in like a buddy cop movie with Terry Crews. Mm. Me and him would be a great duo. You'd He'd do a lot. I'd love to see a buddy cop duo with you and James Acaster. 
<laughs> that would be even, I, even better. I think we might be too similar. In, <laughs> yeah. in, by which yeah. I mean, I try and copy him yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes actually, I have to be say. very haphazard. In, in a sense, it's a far more realistic form of body cop movie, though. You know, because <laughs> you are you are likely <laughs> to be friends. You know? yeah, As yeah. opposed to former NFL lineman and <laughs> yeah. movie star yeah. Terry Crews. Yeah. I think I'm just as close to being Terry Crews's mate. Terry Crews is great. Yep. Anyway, that's my it's a house. Great house. Right. Interesting. I, okay, so I mean, you mentioned Will, uh, someone who'd bring in chocolate. I'm gonna kind of go for the opposite of that. I'm gonna pick the greatest competitive eater of all time, friend of the show, Joey Chestnut. <laughs> that is a disgust. Um, that's such a terrible choice. Why? Why on earth, you? Just because I well, I'm not going to be in this house, unlike Will, and I just feel I'd enjoy. Like you know how annoying it is when someone eats your food. If you're living with someone and like you've put something like you've put like a little Tupperware container in the fridge with like half a paella from the night before, and then you're gonna eat that. Like Joey Chestnut is like that, but a million times over. I've watched. I've genuinely watched a video of me at 140 eggs. <laughs> So, I mean, nothing is safe in that house, you know? So he's got to be the number one. Do you think he eats like that all the time? I, I presume so, yeah. I, I think I think all those shows are just documentaries. You've got you to train. But Joey Chestnut, but I feel, yeah, and you'd get... Well, even when he's not eating the 140 eggs, you'd get to watch him do his weird stomach stretches. I don't know if you've seen him. He's absolutely ripped. For a man who eats 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes, having dipped each of them in water first to make them... Easier to swallow. If I have one, I feel sick four hours later. I feel like there's a limit to 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 the amount of that that your body is actually going to take in, though, right? After a certain point, well, I'll tell you what. So closed for business, just let it through. Michael, here's the question: So we need someone in the house who's going to be able to observe and commentate on this incredible feat of nature, and that's why David Attenborough is rolling in, ninety-four, ninety-five years of old, and just observing Joey Chestnut. He moves on to egg number 74. Now, my third member of the house, the risk is that David Attenborough will die, um, <laughs> but I'd say he's never seen anything like Joey Chestnut in his life, you know? I'd say so like, far you're going to have a guy eating salads because he's in between competitions and another guy who just sleeps a lot and doesn't talk that much. I imagine that's what's going to happen. He has to rest his voice. I mean, so far, okay, okay, well, we'll see. Well, wait till I bring in the third character, All who's right. Kim, Kim Jong-un. Yes! <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So my main reason for bringing old Kim in is uh, it's really just because I presume he has at some point claimed to be the world's greatest competitive eater, um, as he has done with most things. And so he's going to have to take on Joey Chestnut. And with commentary by David Attenborough. I would like to watch this series. And to be honest, I enjoyed coming up with those three so much that I didn't actually come up with a fourth. Can Philippa decide your four? <laughs> Philippa, you add someone else. I was going to say Cardi B because I love her an enormous amount. Mm. And she, this is where I guess when we were talking earlier about sort of like poverty porn kind of reality TV shows, there's also what I don't like is things like X Factor and... And um, and Britain's, uh, got Britain's Got Talent when they do stuff like, oh, look at this crappy person who thinks they can sing but is bad. Like, I don't mm. want to. That's awful. I don't want to watch this person's heart be crushed. And like f- everybody's just laughing at them. It's like really weird and mean. But no, totally. It's like having someone show up to a competitive eating contest and like they eat 47 <laughs> boiled eggs or something and you're like what like what they're clearly terrible at this why are they even here it's not fair do that at home. putting them on a stage like crushing their <laughs> dreams it's exactly like that Hugh that's exactly what I meant um no but 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 the one that, that she's she's in a, a Netflix one called Rhythm and Flow and she is unbelievable in that and and everybody that does Rhythm and Flow it's the same with Next in Fashion and Glow Up these are all Netflix original reality TV show competitions where they only have competitors in it that are already very good. It's not about like, haha, let's look at these people try and fail. It's like, that's not fun. I, I want to see people excel at like what they're doing and then I'm, I can learn and I can, I can also be entertained by how great they are. So Rhythm and Flow, 
all of the contestants are class and you learn a lot from the feedback. The feedback's not like, I'm so proud of you. Like, sorry, Nicole, how come you're proud? Like, what have you been doing? Well, no, okay, by the time Nicole's <laughs> proud of them, they, she tends to have given them mentorships, whatever. But the point is, it's not this like nonsense kind of feedback, like I like your look. It's all just about, well, it is sometimes about the look, but like Cardi B gives like genuinely good like business advice. She's like, you need a better hook for that. You've got three hooks in that song and all of them are only okay. And you need this and this and you need to mix up your flow more at the second half of the song when we're, so you actually learn loads and you also can appreciate then like why somebody's good. So then it makes you feel like sounds, yeah. by the time it's, it's proper it's kind of proper sort of tangible sort of feedback. I mean, as opposed to someone yeah. just saying like, you got game. You're like, well, I don't know, yeah. what, to, I don't know what, like, what to do with that, you know? Exactly. Do a lot like, of people say that to you, Michael? You've got game. They do. I get it. It's too much. Yeah. It's, too, it's almost too much at this stage. We'll yeah, add Cardi yeah. B in there because I think that I'm she not is... sure she fits the vibe of my house, though. Yeah, well, word. maybe not. Maybe not because your house is also... Um, there's a lot going on in there. Like, I've gone competitive eater, greatest nature documentarian of all time, and... Kim Jong-un. Yes. I feel like Kim Jong-un so. hanging out with Cardi B would be great for him and not great for her. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like she'd be the wild card you needed in that house to make bring it okay. all together. Okay, um, yeah. She might make him have an epiphany and, and uh, she's just wonderful. She's beyond wonderful. I love so, her so, so much. Sorry, now, Philip, I appreciate you're a fan, but are you suggesting that Cardi B could solve North Korea? <laughs> she could. Have you ever seen her talk to Bernie Sanders and stuff? She's actually class, and she knows what's <laughs> up. And she's like, Bernie, what are you going to do about this? And he's like this, and she's like, nah, not good enough. And she's a big Bernie fan. Bernie, you need a hook. That's, that's basically yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. You can't yeah. go bringing in those policies before we're in the hook. And that's why I said feel the burn. And it she's also like, yo, that's not going to sell to 13-year-old girls. Like, you need to apply, like, appeal to those people and you need to appeal to their parents. Who's going to be... You know what I mean? You need to appeal <laughs> to the people with the votes. <laughs> After this, she David Attenborough is going to be commentating on competitive eaters and then Cardi B is going to be doing the PR for North Korea. <laughs> Listen, that sounds like two amazing shows. We'll run one after the other, 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah, Cardi B's show is called North Korea, but it's spelled Korea like C-A-R-W-E-R. Whoa, career. Yeah. Yeah, that works better in your accent. Yeah, well, it doesn't work very well in either. What's David Attenborough on the competitive eating? What's that going to be called? Planet Eat. Planet Eat. Oh, no. that's very good. Uh, Will, or Philippa, you're, you're speaking to me now like I sometimes <laughs> speak to a, a student who maybe needs a bit of a boost. Chew <laughs> Planet. Oh, brilliant. Chew Planet. Oh, I thought you said Hugh Planet. That's if you're the fourth person. I'm not sure. Chew. Not sure. <laughs> Chew Planet. Philippa, what's your house got in it? Who's your house got in it? Probably Cardi B. Cardi B. Uh, maybe Graham Norton. Ooh. Yeah. That's it, good as well, having an interviewer. Yeah. Yeah, he'll bring out uh, a lot of, of interesting discussion. Um, I feel though, like Graham Norton is very when he's in the show, he's very much mm. on. You know what I mean? I would, I would like, I would feel a little worried for him if he had to be on the whole time for like three weeks or whatever. Like he really, you know, he puts a lot of en- energy into that. There's a lot of nervous energy. Um, but yeah, I I think that my that my um, that my big brother would have to be, and not it, it has to be a competition because that's yeah, the kind yeah, of yeah. stuff that I did. Yeah. It'd be like, you have to write a musical theater show by the end of this together, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and then, cause then I want to learn. It's, uh, it's that I want to learn as well. Like, oh, how are you going to do that? What makes it good? What makes it bad? But each person ha- can assemble their own team and then they have to make <sighs> the music. I'm getting kind of psyched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be so good. They need to What's make- What's the m- theme song for your show, Philippa? Get a bucket. And a map. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. They would have to. And a map. That's a brand new musical. You know exactly. that Exactly. Kind of yeah. <laughs> Something like that. They'd have to write the theme song. Do you have a theme song for yours? It's just the casualty theme tune. Oh, we I just thought that was it. a mixture <laughs> of Star Wars and Jaws. No, well, I mean, in a way, that's what the casualty theme tune oh, is. So, so you've got two. Do you, have, do you have two more for your house? It's uh, pretty good as is. Well, you see, I was on this um, this this other very lovely podcast, um, which is you must listen to. It's got by this guy called Connor McReynolds, and it's a, a dinner party. Uh, like, who would you have at your dinner party? So. I, I guess they would be the same. 
Okay. I go, okay. No, I just, those are my like people that I'm like, yes, I would like to watch you and know more about you. But mm. I don't want to also regurgitate the same people. Well, again, and speaking of regurgitation, like mm. you wouldn't pick Joey Chestnut to come to a dinner party <laughs> because you're like, that's not a dinner party then. It'd be amazing to watch, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But if you're actually planning on eating... At, oh, that's there's my there's Sorry. my team tune. Ch- chestnut chestnuts eating by an open fire. I feel that's the we could do a Christmas show. Yeah. Chestnuts eating by an open fire. Cardi B's got her rhythm and flow. Yes. But wait, are the chestnuts eating? Are they all dressed up as chestnuts? No, it's Joey Chestnut. His name is Chestnut. Oh, Chestnut apostrophe S. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enunciated the apostrophe clearly. <laughs> that went over my head and I laughed so much. <laughs> I was Apostrophes just are quite high up, so you should go over. Over my head. Yeah. Very good, very good. Um, but yes, so I guess the people who, who I w- loved would love to also because you said you could bring someone back mm. right from dead Absolutely. and so i would love to bring back lucille ball okay from i love okay. lucy okay i i love her i love her muchly she is again i just want to learn from this woman she was one of the writers and producers of i love lucy and then she went on to have um one of the biggest production companies in Hollywood in um, like studios in the 60s she's she's a class class act and I feel like her and Cardi B would be friends Mm. that's very cool but I do think that when Michael said living or dead to me Mm. I just thought well that's an easy decision I'm not going to have dead people (laughs) in the house because you'd have nothing to watch I didn't realise you could reanimate them I just thought it was like you can no that would watch- be- dig them up and just sit them No there. one's watching a dead Joey Chestnut, you know? My other person, which is not an alive or dead thing, um, but a magical person, so maybe he's not allowed. Um, and I think that you, Hugh, would agree. Uh, the Albus Dumbledore would be wonderful to Huge. include. Mm. Huge. Michael doesn't know who he is, but... That sounds like a great house. Uh, for, 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 for the house, I initially I thought... Like straight- Hang on, let's try and guess. So Michael's just going to have four financial advisors. <laughs> And an actuary because he can't count to four. <laughs> no, what I like when I when I thought of this, like first away, I just just ripped off right Gandhi, Jesus Christ, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, Einstein. I'm like that. That is really an amazing cast. And also, I feel like Jesus would really do very well because he always kind of wears his comfy clothes, you know. So he's going to be fine uh, lounging around. Um, but then I thought, I thought always I thought, wears his comfy clothes. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Loose flowing robes. No, you're you're right. When 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 we see him, yeah, when we see him literally nailed to a cross, he's wearing just a nice comfy loincloth. Should I get Chris they by my comfy clothes? Yeah, yeah. Comfy. Oh, this crown of thorns is nice. <laughs> Clothes, you know? No, no, he does be wearing the robes and yeah, some yeah, of them yeah. pictures. And the sandals, you know? It seems the fun. sandals don't look comfortable. I'm, I'm almost afraid to ask this next question, which is uh, it, so if you had to pitch a new format of reality TV to a group of hotshot TV executives, what would you go uh. for? Hugh, I'm going to turn it over to you first. I mean, part of me would love to say, look, there's 2,000 hard boiled eggs in this room. <laughs> Let's see where we go from there. Oh but God. to be honest, I actually uh, just want to... Uh, I just want it very simple. It's just one man sitting in a room and someone tells him how many fingers to hold up and we have to see whether or not Michael can get the right number. <laughs> I don't think... Over gonna, and over again. I don't think they're going to go for that. That sounds like no, a live I stream. Don't think that will wa- I don't think the public will want that now. No, that's terrible. You've got to think of the public. It's probably a well, single season. I would say it does not get yeah. renewed. Season. I think that doesn't get past the pilot, to be honest. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, well, Will, what about you? Okay, so you get a load of influencers, like you get a load of people, whoever you can, to sign a contract that says, um, I agree to be filmed, I, I agree to all this stuff, and you can make a reality TV show, do what you want with it. It's going to be quite hard because some people, like Michael, will read the contract. But basically what you're going to do is for a week you're going to film a reality TV show of them all living in a house it'll be pretty low key and boring right but you're not actually filming that what you're doing is in a year's time when they're in that house that you've got them in for that week you've bugged their house and you put a load of secret cameras in it right and then you film them in their day to day life and then broadcast that and they've signed all the waivers and the releases and you get to see what they're actually like 
It is, so we actually have reality it's TV. It's actually reality TV, Amazing. and it would be dark, and it would be so wildly unethical, and Amazing. I would watch it. Yeah, I feel Amazing. like that would actually get picked up, and I think that's like the opposite of what I thought you would ever suggest, because I feel like... You're, you, I would have thought if somebody had asked me your opinion, I would be like, I feel like Will doesn't like reality TV show because of how unethical it is and how it abuses mm. people's emotions. Got to play the game, baby. Went straight for the abuse. That's yep. amazing. Well, that you is, just went for yeah. That is wow. getting greenlit. That is getting made. That's incredible. Mm. Will, yeah. do you know what? When I was thinking of this, I had such a similar idea for this, right? Um, mm. So this is my idea. My idea was, it, w- it was again, it was based on a false pretense, right? So my idea is you get a group of, it's going to be attractive sort of 20-something-year-olds. Uh, you bring them over to a... To, to us. A, to a, us. To us. To us. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's plus, like... Yeah. Attractive. Ro- yeah, and, and 20, 20, 20 something. <laughs> so we're, we're, you know, 10 years and two faces off here. Um, but um, speak for yourself. <laughs> but um, so you get these people. You tell them they're signing up for like a like a Love Island type show, right? Um, and you get them onto your desert island, and you run the show as you would expect for like a you know two or three days. The challenges, there's diary rooms, the couples have to pair up and everything. And then three days in, bam! You hit them with the real challenge, which is that they're there for two months, and the person who gains the most weight. <laughs> wins a million dollars that's it that's the that's the plan and then what you do is every day oh you know for day one uh you know you you you, you deliver you know you deliver food to them so you know day one it's a barrel of spare ribs uh day six a vat of bolognese michael. day seven bags of fried chicken michael i i know i keep repeating myself but can i suggest someone who needs to be on that island <laughs> Is it David Attenborough? <laughs> You're very close. <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Oh, my God. Yeah. But that's, that's, I think that would be an incredible, I think that would be an incredible show. And, is... and so the great thing about it is, the great thing about it is, right, that you can't do this twice, right? Because you can't, you're not going to be able to trick people to come to your desert island twice. So what you need to do for season two is move it to a different format. So you get like, oh, this is a gardening reality show. And then bam, vada bolognese, you know? <laughs> like, incredible. You just, they'll switch around. I'm sorry, but you guys are both so effed up. I've got this a name is... for it. Want to hear it, right? So you fooled all these people. They're getting very fat and bloated. Mm-hmm. So it's called The Fattest Fool. <sighs> oh my, my show. God. Oh my that... God. Right? This is horrendous. That's that's. It's a good idea. Here was I saying, everybody, stop bullying Michael. (laughs) He's lovely. (laughs) Look at him there. He looks like he's had an orthodontist see to his teeth, and he's just. (laughs) Kind, is but in no. a good way or a bad way? No, in a good way, of course. <laughs> what kind of evil orthodontist? They're not as evil as you. Oh. God, look at Michael keeping orthodontists in business well into his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant, I meant in a good way. Yeah. Oh my God. Teeth coming out his brain yeah, and he's still able yes. to speak so clearly. There's a tooth coming out of his eyelid and I couldn't believe it. So, Philippa, have you got a less despicable <laughs> I can't believe how despicable that is. It's wild. Okay, okay. Mine is so boring. I thought we were just going to talk about like what we would like to see, but I see we've gone heavy with the concept. <laughs> I would, I would like to see that though. Yeah, just I don't to watch a guy counting his fingers. I don't know. One, <laughs> yeah, Hugh's Hugh's definitely lower third in it at the moment. That is, he's got a worse <laughs> score currently. Oh dear. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, mine was just going to be like a really nerdy like rhythm and flow, but like, but like. A mixture of that with like the next in fashion style like you have to pair up to write um music and and I, we get to see you mm. producing the music and then boom pallet of burgers in <laughs> gain weight <laughs> then you lock them in and you make them eat burgers. Where, where's the abuse philippa <laughs> i don't want abuse in my show <laughs> i want really good people at good at stuff getting better at stuff and then teaching me to do stuff i guess i guess i just want to do one of those master classes <laughs> 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 if cardi b had a master class hi i'm cardi b and this is my master class if she had one of those, I, I guess I'd watch that and fuck all of the so, so you want an entire reality TV show to be created <laughs> just for people to give you specific <laughs> advice about your career? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'd like that. I mean, I feel we've we've wended our way to a point where we're 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 able to to make a judgment on these. I will say I've I've never seen 
any of the reality shows that have been mentioned uh, today, I think. So oh I'm God. not sure that I'm really able to uh, well, opine I'll, I'll on gi- it. I'll give, you, I'll give you the pros and cons. Pros. Reality is interesting and naturally fascinating. And two, and this is really just coming from uh, Selling Sunset, it's a window into another life, which, you know, we all like seeing. Uh, cons yeah. are that we're not really comfortable with the gawking aspect of it. And then, uh, you know, some of it's unethical and in some cases dark. So Philippa. God, I already legitimately like reality, reality TV. TV. Um, okay. So okay. I, I, I like it. And I think that there's ways to do it um, that are not mean and not gawky. And mm. that, that's what I think is more in, in, in things like um, where, where they're getting people who are really skilled. Like MasterChef. It's like getting people who are skilled to show off how skilled they are. But... And like, you know, but but what I don't like about MasterChef and even in Next Fashion and Glow Up and all that stuff is the ridiculous, like, you've got a half an hour to make this five course meal. And it's like, ah, no, look, we don't need to put them under crazy pressure. Let's just stop with the pressure because I don't watch the show to watch people sweating and crying about how they've only got five minutes left. All I'm watching it for is to see that guy go, lovely fly and like to see the plate at the end so like i didn't need to see all the stress we could just have a camera the best bit the best bit about master chef on any cooking show is when the dish is is presented you know this thing Mm. it's you know beautiful presentation the chef always takes a fork and just like whacks right through the middle of it and it's just like they eat it with an aggression that you would never bring to the table i'm gonna say that's not the best part no, and again, I'm just going to say, if you're talking about bringing an aggression to the table... Oh, my God. It's just someone I'd like <laughs> to mention. Alba Stumbledore. <laughs> so, guys, legitimate like or not? So, Philip is going yes. Will, I didn't figure out where you finished off on that. You know what? I think... I want to say no, because I don't like it. But so many people like it, and I think there are bad parts of it, but... There are bad parts of some apples, and I like apples. So I think I'm going to side with our guest and say, yeah, it's a legitimate like. Okay, well, I'm safe in the knowledge that whatever my vote has, it won't actually change the result. And with that in mind, I suppose I'm... I suppose I've, I've really, uh, as I say, I don't really know much about reality TV, but I probably am also a bit of a snob. And like many snobs, I'm happy to you know talk about things i don't know about and so therefore with no real knowledge i'm just going to say no it's not a legitimate <laughs> like nice nice okay well thank you very much for uh, listening to legitimate likes and thank you philippa for coming on thanks for having me is there anything you'd like to plug um oh, my charger <laughs> <laughs> i need to plug that in all the time um what would i like to plug i i'm in i'm in just these please it's a sketch group with with will and we have lots of sketches online. And we can also watch you then on our on your new Apple TV. You can. Season two. I have season to watch two of it trying. Still. Is that right? Season two of trying. Yes, you'll see me in being a being a primary school teacher. Am I allowed to say that now? I think I am because it's out. Mm. Um, yeah, it was lovely. And um, Rafe Spall and Esther Smith are in it, and they are amazing, lovely people. They're brilliant actors. And if you want to see me being a primary school teacher, you can just come and watch me at work. <laughs> Don't go and watch him at work. I got in a lot of trouble for that. <laughs> Philippa, ha- having welcomed you in the front door of uh, Legitimate Likes HQ, uh, I'd like you to leave. Like you leave through the uh, through the back door. Actually, this is where we keep the bins. Uh, wow! Um, oh, Jesus! Oh Cheers! Gosh. Goodbye! Thank Goodbye! They're just full I'm... of hypnosis texts. Wow. So grab what you can <laughs> oh on the way God, out. Oh my God! Look, so some dinner. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow! Jump in, Philippa. <laughs> I'm diving in. Goodbye. Thank you to Philippa for coming along, and thank you also for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, please like it, subscribe to us, and until the next time. I've been Hugh. And I've been Legitimate Likes. And I'm a dumpster fire. Goodbye. Bye. There's a certain type of TV show. Why do we watch it? No one knows. Exploiting people desperate for glory. You know Big Brother would be with Cardi B and Kim Jong-un and Attenborough on the side to tell their story Who wouldn't love that? No one's above that 
It's just good TV for all the world to see. Well, Michael thinks it would be cool to try to find the fattest fool by trapping pretty folks in the Bahamas. I went to Melbourne for three nights with sixteen ferrets down my tights, but I only declared my two bananas. I was let go by Ronaldo. But I don't know if that would make a good TV show. I might be a snob, but I have heard these shows are for the lower third. Can't we improve on Dumpster Divers and Geordie Shore? My Joey Chestnut show has legs I've watched him eat twelve dozen eggs And look around like he's still hungry for more He can't be beaten When it comes to eating What else can I say? Let's go and pitch this show right away. Well, Philippa, she seems so nice, but you all might have to think twice and never turn your back when she's around you. She built a swimming pool for her sims, but after they dived happily in, she took away the stairs to watch them drown, yeah. She said it's not real, but what if they do feel? She started to cry, but still she watched the house burn as they die. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.